Hello Internet Dwellers, and welcome to episode 17 of Super Happy Fun Time. I have a new microphone, and it's special, and I sound better. We'll get into that in this episode, so I'm not going to explain more here. But no, this is a great episode. We talk about, well, primarily we talk about my trip to California. And then we talk about Doctor Who for a good chunk of time. And then we talk about, you know, I don't know, a couple other movies. So it's kind of just a general, more laid back episode. Nothing really specific happening into it. Again, primarily California and Doctor Who and our thoughts on Doctor Who and all that fun stuff. But before I fade away and you can enjoy the episode, Colin has a very special, special? You know, it's like special, but said completely wrong. Special message for all of you listeners out there. So I'm going to turn it over to Colin right now. So Colin, what is your special message? Okay, thank you, Jeff. Um, we just uh, made it through a year uh, on GhostHab website. Um, we, uh, for the first web strip, uh, we made it through a year. It's been a full year since June, June 5th. Amazing. So whenever this goes up, we'll probably be late. Probably. But it's yes, we've made it to a year. It's exciting. Ah, oh, it's fantastic. And we're coming up on our uh, uh, year year show. So I just want to say thank you to everyone that's actually contributed to Ghost App Productions. And I want to thank everyone that keeps reading the comics. Just keep doing that. Keep giving us. Re- feedback on stuff and we'll just keep pumping out good stuff so huzzah intro 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 music i swear this intro go intro go intro starting intro go intro starting begins now because jeff wanted an intro (laughs) i wanted an intro we were talking (laughs) shut up i wanted an intro (laughs) leave me alone i wanted one okay right (laughs) hello colin (laughs) hello jeff (laughs) i swear this is not the second time we've recorded the opening um (laughs) yeah so we're slowly working our bugs out for this show i realize i have if 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 those listening can tell because colin you said you could tell that i was using a new microphone yeah, but for, yeah, I can definitely tell. But for those of you who are listening who are not Colin, uh, if you notice that I sound different, it's because, or if you haven't listened to our AFI podcast, you'll notice that that sounds different. It's because I got a new microphone, and I am going to use the living crap out of it. Yeah. For, oh, it's so nice. All for, the time. All the time. I was recording behind, like, I was recording uh, sound effects for Midnight Sleuth. <laughs> before before we were record we started recording and like i just grabbed a newspaper because he's supposed to open up a newspaper and i was recording it and it came out so nice and crystal clear and like sharp oh this was the best investment for those of you wondering the blue yeti microphone the 80 dollar microphone that you can get on amazon is what i am currently using and it is amazing completely amazing it is it is terrific um, advertising advertisement advertising Cha-ching. advertising we don't get any money for any of that advertising. No. it's kind of sad so hi colin how you doing random plugs random plugs at the beginning random plugs it's like we have a sponsor but we don't we don't have a sponsor if we I had a sponsor afford. you know if yeti actually like we can't afford sponsors i would be all for just constantly plugging yeti like every five minutes if they sent the both of us microphones mm. Random plug. <laughs> just random right, plug. In the middle of conversation. Random plug. <laughs> you know, I'd just be like, yeah, so Colin, so I was walking down LA and the Blue Yeti microphone is the microphone you want to purchase. 
Sorry, so what? I was having, you know, so I went into Subway and ordered a Blue Yeti <laughs> sandwich. It's the horribly dubbed. <laughs> yeah. It's just subliminal messaging <laughs> all the time. Blue Yeti microphone, Blue Yeti microphone, Blue Yeti microphone, Blue Yeti microphone. Except quiet, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Not that obvious and in your face. No. <laughs> so, anyways, now that we've effectively Anywho, plugged the blue Jeff, you went to California, I didn't you? I went to California. Yes, I did, Colin. And I got back two days ago. Uh, about this time, actually. Two days ago now. So, it's, I've been here for 48 hours. Mm. And uh, I'm happy to be home. <laughs> Good. I realized while being out in California that as much as I love visiting... And as much as there's so many things out there that I love, like I love Warner Brothers, oh yeah, so much. I love that studio. That entire studio lot is just. If it was here in the Midwest, I would be there every day, like no question. I just love oh, yeah. that place so much. Um, but as much as I love all that stuff, I I much rather be here. <laughs> yeah, it's nicer here. Yeah. So you went to. Some places, didn't you? Yes, I did. I went. You went places. I went places, and I saw things. You went on vacation, and then I came. Thanks. <laughs> saw things. And anyway, go. Things. <laughs> uh, I went to uh, the the one of the coolest places besides going to like Sony. We went to the Sony lot and went and saw oh, Craig Ferguson cool. tape, and went and saw Conan tape, and got to see. Uh, and then went to go see uh, Kevin Smith's podcast. We went to uh, we went to downtown L.A. because mm-hmm. I had never been to downtown la before this is the third trip i've been out there and it never crossed joe or my mind to ever hey let's just go downtown and walk around a bit and see the buildings and stuff so don't know why but uh we finally just we had a day to kill and we're like let's go downtown so we went to the the first place we went to joe's like this is my favorite place and he's like it's called the bradbury building and i'm like that's cool on the outside of it i'm looking at this building and it's kind of an old school building i didn't think a thing of it walked in the door and immediately knew where the hell I was. Like, Mm. I'm like, oh, I know this building. I just didn't know it by the name of the Bradbury building. And it's, it's most known for, uh, uh, very small. I know it from an episode of quantum leap. Yes. (laughs) Just one episode. (laughs) Just, just one episode. Just one. And I wish I could tell you that title. I can't, um, Mm kind of feel sad as being a fan of quantum leap and then probably about half the population will know this building better as the final location from blade runner it's the building that they're all in it's that building it is that building oh it is that building it is the 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 breaking yeah yeah and And like the stabbing with the the (laughs) needle yes the the nail in the hand (laughs) i never understood why he did that (laughs) I haven't. We watched. It's like my hand's not working. Shank. <laughs> Look. Stick a nail in it. All right, it's better. It's, now it's better. Now I have a sixth finger. I guess. It's like now I can poke you with it. Well, I mean, you he, know. he was a replicant, I was right? Like, I don't. Yes. Yes. Okay, so... But it was just like I remember watching this. He was like, "Why did he do that?" <laughs> that serves no logical purpose. Just... Other than to like to actually like fight somebody and. But it makes no sense because you got a giant nail in your hand and you're 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 in pain. You're in pain. Essentially. But... <laughs> while you're trying to use that. That just doesn't work. Now see I, I feel I, I we I've only seen the theatrical cut, because that was the only version we watched for the, for right. the AFI podcast. But mm. 
I have the director's cut, like the most recent version of the cut, and I, a part of me almost wants to go back and watch it to see if there's just like some line of exposition as to why he did that. I think I watched the director's cut. And I'm assuming okay. there's nothing? And there's nothing. Great. <laughs> that I can remember. Oh, stupid um, Because I watched it online, and a lot of the stuff online is actually just the director's cut. Okay. So. Well, it's... I, I didn't understand that scene either. When we were watching it, I didn't understand it. And yeah. there's a chunk of that movie I just don't understand either. But I don't want to complain about Enhance. Blade Runner. Enhance. <laughs> that's Enhance. so my Move over here. God, Enhance. that scene bugs the Enhance. crap out of me. That's all he kept doing like... was enhancing. It's impossible. And then he somehow moved the angle of the ca- the photo because he like sh- he he like shifted when he zoomed in on the mirror in the background. Yeah. And then shifted the angle, like shifted how you looked through the uh, it it made my head hurt. <laughs> it made my head hurt so much. Yeah, it did. But you know, it was a good movie, so whatever. <laughs> whatever. Whatever. I liked it. I, whatever. Anyway. Anyways. So the Bradbury. So we went to the Bradbury building, and mm-hmm. I took a ton of photos. Most people know it from Blade Runner. Actually, there was a they have a plaque uh, on the ground floor because when you go in, you're only the general public is only allowed in on the first floor of the uh. building. You're not allowed to go up the stairs because it's it's a giant open like atrium basically leading no. up to this giant glass ceiling. So all this Ooh. natural light comes in. I have a photo of it actually of the glass ceiling because it was so cool. Mm-hmm. But so the general public's only allowed in that first floor because I like I actually I think the um internal affairs, like the Los Angeles internal affairs is located in this building. Oh. So like it's a normal residence like a normal building of actual businesses are there so you you kind of can't go up any further yeah but you can kind of walk up the steps on two of the sides to this little landing so you can kind of look out and see up so you kind of feel like you can walk around it but you really can't um but uh we went there and i took a ton of photos from of the place and I'll, i'll post a couple on here that i on the website that i haven't posted elsewhere but there was a there was a plaque for Blade Runner there that actually mm-hmm. says like this is the filming location of this scene for Blade Runner and it goes on to this big whole spiel and so that place was really cool and we spent probably a good twenty minutes in there me just taking I took video I took pictures because I'm like hey this is my chance to do it you know probably for at least another couple more years I'm gonna I'm gonna use my time wisely and just kept taking pictures and right. oh, so beautiful. Um, but then besides that, after we got done there, we walked across the street to what is called uh, Grand Central Market. And basically, it is an open, it's underneath buildings, like on the first floor. But mm. it's the entire first floor has been opened up, like oh, from wow. one side of the building to the other. And inside mm. is just all different types of, like, uh, like authentic, like, different food like there's a couple different chinese places there's a couple different mexican places you could buy fresh seafood like whole fishes and crabs and lobsters and salmon and all this stuff um they had Uh they had burgers they had pizza they had just it was very much so kind of like a authentic cuisine like not cuisine but food like just go up to the counter get what you want and they make it it was all ridiculously cheap so i got this taco for $2.50. <laughs> but 
plus a bottle of Mexican Coca-Cola because that stuff is amazing because they use real sugar, not corn do syrup. They, yeah, do they, they do. Really? They do. It's real sugar. I've also I've also heard rumors about Coca-Cola, Mexican <laughs> Coca-Cola bottles. But I will never mention that to anyone. <laughs> Thank you. What it is. <laughs> Thank Just you. to not ruin the experience for everybody. <laughs> Thank you for don't doing not doing that because I actually enjoy the Mexican Coca Cola better. Yes. <laughs> oh, that that tone of your voice just kind of scares me a little bit. Yeah, it's like well, yes, yes, you bit. do. I was like, after I found out, I was like, I'm not gonna drink this. I'm not gonna do that anymore, am I? <laughs> like every time I look at a bottle, I'm like. Mm, mm. <laughs> Well, that's that it's weird too, because you have to have like some of the ones you have to actually have a bottle opener for. I was like, yeah. Can I just twist it? I don't have to work for my soda. I don't want to have to do any kind of strenuous activity to open up a bottle of Coke. Yeah. Right. <laughs> just let it be open. You know what? Just give me a can. Forget the bottle altogether. Just give me a can. I can open a can. <laughs> Anyone can open a can. This is true. But uh, no, so we got this, I got this massive taco that they, it came, it was carne asada, it was just, it was the best meat ever, it was just carne asada and, uh, I'm forgetting what the greens are, uh, it wasn't onions or it wasn't lettuce or anything like that, but it, they Pe- crammed it, was it, what was it? Peppers? Not peppers, um, it was, it was leafy, oh my goodness, I'm spacing Le- on what it's called. Leafy, leafy. Cilantro. 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 Yes. <laughs> you know, I forget things. Yes. It was, a, uh, it was uh, four and a half days. The, one of the stuff. only things that is ever used in Mexican dishes <laughs> is cilantro. I may or may not have forgot that, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying. Kind of a big thing. For future reference, I will remember this. Um, no, so it came you with will, that will, Jeff. Oh, I you will. certainly will. <laughs> I'll call the episode. This will be episode 17. Remember Jeff at Cilantro. Uh, Don't no, remember that's... Jeff at Cilantro. There it is. <laughs> I um, wanted to call it California Dreamin'. California Dreamin'. But. Dreamin'. No, it's going remember to Remember Jeff that it's Cilantro. <laughs> <laughs> much better title. <laughs> works so much better it does work so much better uh but no so we had that taco and the thing was huge and they gave you extra taco shells because they knew that when you ate it the meat would be just falling out and you would have enough meat that had fallen out to make a second taco and it was the most it was the best taco i've ever had in my life (laughs) hands down it actually kind of made me not want to come back and have any kind of tacos here it's like it's it's ruined my life. It with tacos. Now the only thing that I can say is it's that it's half the price of all the tacos, <laughs> and it's the best taco. I'm gonna do ever? this. <laughs> but like now, I, the one thing I can say yeah. is that because it was carne asada, so it was like strips and chunks of meat of beef, whereas most tacos you get here, you know, are ground beef. So it's are it is a different crap. Taco. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah. But I, oh, it was so tasty. And we walked up to this, we got our food, we rode up like, like this little like cart that actually would take you up the side of the road. It's uh, the Angel Staircase, or Angel yeah. Staircase, or whatever it's called. But you can pay 50 cents to ride up this cart that will take you just straight up the side of the mountain to oh. a higher level. And there's this nice little like eating fountain that's right at the base of like two or three of the tall buildings that are downtown L.A., 
Mm-hmm. So, which is amazing because you look at photos of LA or you look at the skyline or any kind of television show that ever takes place in Los Angeles and you see, usually you see the buildings. The building from Independence Day that the alien ship hovered over top of and blew up. Yeah. That building was a block and a half away from where we're at. So, okay. like, we're downtown LA and you never think that these buildings, like, there's this patch of water and, like, this grassy mountain with trees and stuff that's that close to downtown LA but there is and we went and sat and ate there and ate our lunch and just kind of relaxed and oddly enough it was really quiet now granted really it was a Sunday okay so I mean there wasn't there you go all the traffic downtown but for it being Los Angeles even with it it's LA so it's what like 10 or 11 million people in everywhere and all over in LA and the suburbs included yeah but there was like it was quiet, like you were almost almost like you were out in the country. That's almost how quiet it was, and it was weird because I'm like, this is quieter than it was quieter than back at Joe's house, <laughs> and he lives out in Studio <laughs> City, which is a northern suburb. Right. But I don't know. It was it was really cool. We went and we walked around for a good two or three hours. We saw the Walt Disney Concert Hall. We went to the uh, L.A. City Hall, which is the building that's known for drag you know dragnet used to always show it it was the big white kind of tall tower building yeah um and then we uh unbeknownst to me we quickly but i luckily i got a photo of it we passed uh the palace movie theater or the palace theater oh yeah and the palace movie theater i know the palace movie theater it's really run down and kind of dumpy now which Mm -hmm. is sad but i know that uh which i didn't realize until i got home and I was looking through other stuff, and I realized what what that was, and I was grateful I got the photo. It's the movie theater that near the beginning of Michael Jackson's Thriller. It's the movie theater he comes out of, oh, chasing his in girlfriend. The beginning in the film, yeah. Before right? the before yeah. the two of them, before like he actually starts singing the song, that's the theater they come out of. Except they have like a big sign that says Thriller on it, but it. They show the marquee, and then the camera tracks down to them coming out of the theater, and he says it's only right. a movie. I, because I got a book, I got a, I got a making of thriller book that was ordered that showed up while I was gone, and it's just photographs from the making of the music video, and in nice. it is a picture of the palace, and I'm sitting there going, "Is that the same freaking palace theater?" And I flip through all my photos, and I find it, and I'm looking at that, and I'm looking at that, and I'm like, son of a bitch it is. <laughs> and if I had known that, I would have crossed the street and actually got a proper photo of it. But, oh well. So I didn't even realize it, but I saw the location from that, which is kind of cool. Plus a couple of... Like, yeah, it was exciting. We, we I was found it. I found stuff I didn't even know I was looking for. Yeah! <laughs> found a building. I found you know. a building amongst all the other dumpy ones. They're dialing in the rough. Because <laughs> that pretty much half of L.A. is the rough, sadly, so... Yeah. Yeah, L.A. is a really yeah. kind of... A, it's not as dirty as you think it would be, but... It's not the Midwest, and I I have no problem with Milwaukee, Madison, Chicago. I have no problem with those cities. I just, L.A. is just too much for me to handle. And yeah. I kind of, I, once I got home and I'm like, oh, yeah, traffic's not ridiculously crazy. People no. are a hell of a lot nicer here. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, uh, I'm not, I'm not, I can't move out there. I can't move out there yet. Not yet. Maybe, not maybe yet. like another five years from now, maybe I'll change my opinion, but. 
I want to move out there now. No, you don't. Yes, I do. Silly Colin. Yes, I do. <laughs> In all fairness, if that's you live... where all the jobs are for my yeah. department. Hey, yeah, you're pre- yeah, you're preaching to the choir there, son. Don't worry. <laughs> I know. I was out there. I'm not saying were... L.A. I'm saying like in California in general. That's yes. where all the jobs are. Well, and in all honesty, the the northern suburbs, in per- primarily the ones that are north of the hills, mm-hmm. are like where Joe lives. Studio City, Culver City, like Pasadena, like those are oh, yeah. nice suburbs. Mm-hmm. And they're, I mean, yeah, they're busy and they all kind of run into and there's still a crap ton of people and crap ton of cars, but those are nicer places, at least from yeah. everywhere that I've seen. And I've kind of been around all of them quite a lot. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it's like it 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 could be worse. As long, I think as long as you didn't live right downtown downtown L.A., you'd be okay. But I just mm. I don't know. I don't know if I like that lifestyle out there, which does suck because as you've already mentioned, that's pretty much where most of the jobs are for stuff that we do. So yes, we just got to get freelance, sir. Freelance everything. Woo! Uh, yeah, <laughs> you can just do it for working anywhere. on it. Working on it. Ugh. I don't like free. I like. I love. I mean, what am I talking about? I love freelance work. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Well, now everybody is that I talk to is like, I see my stuff. It's like, oh, we should make a graphic novel. I'm like, hey, get in line because mm-hmm. there's like at least five people who want me to do a graphic novel for them. Yeah. Or with them, quote unquote. <laughs> see, I'm, which is basically, I write the story. You do the pictures. Right. <laughs> Go. <laughs> Wait a minute. Is that Which an insult I'm completely to me? okay with. No. No. <laughs> Jeff, no. But that's what I did. I'm like, here's the story. You make the book. Go. Oh, Go. Now I'm sad. Don't appara- don't be sad. Apparently I'm a troll now. Oh. No, don't be a troll. You were the <laughs> you were my first troll, Jeff. <laughs> and we had talked about it. Too. That's true. We I did mean, talk we, about we, it. we'd actually talked about it. It's like, yeah, let's do it. And I'm just like, yeah, we can still do it. <laughs> <laughs> no, fine. I'm done with the comic book no, stuff now. I'm done. I'm, I'm going done to pout everything. <laughs> done with comic everything. I was debating, Joe and I were discussing out there that uh, uh, I'm at that point now where it's like I want to write scripts and just give them to other people. I don't even want to make stuff anymore. Oh, no. (laughs) Like, I I don't want to film stuff. And we were discussing with Joe, like, I'm like, well, you know, I have have a couple web series, like 12 episodes of two different web series that I wrote. And I'm like, at this point, I would rather just take that script and give it to another film crew and just be like, here, you direct and produce and film and edit this. And I'm just going to sit over here being the writer, you know? Yeah. So we might actually kind of start trying to do that. I might try to pass it off to some other people and just let them take over because I just don't have any desire to do that stuff. Yeah. Midnight Sleuth, on the other hand, I love doing the Midnight Sleuth stuff. That's different. But That's good. That's the, good. The filming stuff is just not, it's not happening right now. I'm nowhere in do that frame the, of mind. Do you have the script? Ah! Wah! That was my phone. Oh. <laughs> my goodness. It sounded like it sounded like a bumblebee in your in your It's head. it started to ring. <laughs> and I threw it on the floor and it turned itself off. Well, that's one way to answer your phone, I guess. I did ah, not mean. To, oh, oh, God! <laughs> did you break? I your did phone? not mean to do that. <laughs> did you break your phone? 
I know I didn't break my phone. Well, I kind of did. <laughs> my the phone's battery no... fell out. Oh, okay. <laughs> my phone is no longer turning on. <laughs> uh, that would be a great way for me to get a new phone. Yeah. So, so Kyle I don't Hopkins... know what happened. It's just stopped working. <laughs> oh no! You, you sure you just? Because I have like the worst phone in the world. I can tell you about right now. Really? Yeah, like eighteen. <laughs> Ah, like it turns itself off. It turns itself on. Half the keys don't work now when oh. I'm uh, when I'm writing text messages. Like the M just does just decides not to work half the time. Oh, because I'll type the word room and it just becomes rue. <laughs> Mo- so, majority of the time, so it's like that. G- great, great job, everybody. Ah. <laughs> uh. Uh, so yeah, that was California. We went and saw Conan, went and saw Craig Ferguson, all that stuff. Yeah. Got to hang out at the studios. Um, may great. or may not have um, snuck to the studio store to purchase some shirts. I will not go into details because I'm not going to rat anybody out, but may or may not have... We didn't lie, per se. We just we found a way to get to the studio store because usually when you go to these studios shows like mm-hmm. Conan and all that, they kind yeah. of escort you to the stage or to the, the 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 stage and then off the stage mm-hmm. and back off the lot. Mm-hmm. We were just creative in how we were able to get out of that escort and uh, get to the studio store before they closed. <laughs> oh, good. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 good to know the studios. <laughs> let's just let's just yeah. say that. So. <laughs> But uh, Conan was really cool. It was really funny. He got to he's, he came out in the audience and stood right next to us uh, before oh, wow. they introduced the um, that they were going to film a segment for the next week's episode. So that was kind of fun. They filmed two. Mm. They filmed the entire Monday night perform uh, show. So that would have been what June second. This is the fifth, yes. fourth, fifth, fourth, third, third, third. Um, no, second. I was right. Yeah, uh, they filmed that show. Oh, I cannot tell dates. Uh, they filmed that show, and then they afterwards they're like, "Hey, we have a surprise. We're gonna film, you know, another guest for next week's episode." But they didn't tell us who the guest was. They went and oh. changed their outfits or just their ties quickly, and then came back and then filmed like filmed it as if we already done the monologue and they already did the opening and stuff. And they're like, our next, you know, my first guest is, and they just introduced it all, and then it ended up being Vince Vaughn and Owen Wilson. Oh, nice. So, and they got a huge applause because nobody in the audience knew that's who it was. No one knew they were filming the second chunk. Mm-hmm. And um, the applause went on for like five minutes. And they all sat down and then Conan went, you know, that's a that's a pretty large response considering the audience has known who was coming out for the last two hours. Like, like playing on the fact that uh, right. the audience should have technically known who was coming out. But right. <laughs> they did not because no one told us. So No. But... It was cool. It was definitely a lot of fun going out there, and I'm I'm glad I did it. And got to meet a handful of cool people and hang out with people and get more people to do voice work for Midnight Sleuth. Oh, good. So, so I guess we'll have more... more than just the three people <laughs> that we have for voices. Hey, come on! Now that happened only in the first episode. It hasn't that's happened true. since. We're we're doing better at stretching that's, it out. That's true. That's true. It's the third episode that's almost ready to go out. I only I only have to do two characters in this episode. <laughs> well, and that's that's purely by design because they mm-hmm. the two people may or may not be connected. 
may or may not be connected. I haven't decided yet, so. But that's not going to be something until freaking far down the line. But might be spoilers. It would be a little bit of a spoiler, but I'm not exa- I'm not saying who the people are or how they could be connected or anything like that. So, and we're getting to your stuff, sir. We we have one more episode, and then it's your stuff. So I'm. Working. Yay! Actually, technically, I don't. No, no, no. Professor R shows up at the end of episode five. That's not a spoiler. That's not a spoiler at all. It leads into that. And then you okay. play a very large part in episode six and seven. Oh. Yeah. So it's a story arc. It's a three-part story arc. Oh, so story cool. arc. Kyle oh. gets to be a story arc. I get to be in a story arc. <laughs> so Arcs are cool. Arcs are cool. You know, other, cool. you know some other Is it going to be like, I, I keep thinking back of like story arcs. I keep thinking back of the Power Rangers episode <laughs> where there's just like six episodes strung together for like the Green Ranger thing. Yeah. It was just like, I thought it was just like, you know, as a kid, I was like, man, that's a really long episode. But then I was like, just, you know, I was like, I was, I think back and I'm now like, oh, maybe it's only like three episodes long. No, it's six. So I was like, oh, so my child brain was right. It felt like a week had <laughs> you gone were, by. You were you were aware enough to be like, this is a very long single episode. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. It won't be that bad. Um, it's this is the first story arc we're doing in the show. I mean, when the show the episodes connect in a way, like mentions of characters yeah. and stuff. But yeah, this yeah. is the this is the first actual continuation. Like episode five ends on a cliffhanger. Six picks up where that cliffhanger was. Gasp. And then six ends kind of on a cliffhanger, and then seven seven does pick up where six left off to a degree. So it's, I just, I don't, it's kind of a, you didn't see that coming and you don't really know what happens cliffhanger for the end of six. So gas, it's going to be exciting. I just, you know, we actually have to get around yeah. to recording them and I have yeah. to get around to finishing writing those episodes. So, yeah. you know, small little yeah, minor yeah, details, yeah. that's all. But yeah, so that was my California trip. I spent a half hour discussing that and I did not mean to t- spend that long talking about California. That's fine. Because I feel like I have gotten no material. Really? <laughs> so except maybe, except maybe like, um, well, it's kind of the big news right now yep. as far as international British news. Ooh, what um, is that? Um, that uh, Matt Smith has announced that he is going to be, this is his last season. That's right. And uh, the finale is going to be, uh, the season finale is going to be his last episode. So, which they were saying was going to be the Christmas episode, right? It's the Christmas episode, yeah. Right after after the fiftieth anniversary one, and then the Christmas one will be where he regenerates, is I what think. they were saying. Which I, I think, think I think that's the first time they've done a regeneration in, in a Christmas episode. Maybe I I don't remember there don't being know. a regeneration. I would I don't know. I can't I'm, speak for the past, like the the first eight Doctors, seven Doctors. No, I thought the like the last. Wasn't like the last episode, like David Tennant's last episode, wasn't that kind of like a Christmas episode or like a New Year's episode or something like was that? Was it? Because I, I know he, because he, like, he, Tennant, Tennant started to, to regenerate a thing. couple times. I need to, like, watch the series in full again. Yeah. Because I've, I mean, I'm a fan, but I'm not, like, a huge fan. I don't know every single episode in, in and out. I haven't seen all the episodes. Right. So it's just I've seen episodes here and there, and it's like I've kind of picked up on concepts. It's like, oh, you know, that's 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 pretty cool. 
Yep. And then just recently picked on the the concept of the regeneration thing. Okay. How they're cheating television basically. <laughs> and keep it going. It's like, oh, it's, you bastards, you're good at this. Because think about it. You have a show that's doing well and your mm-hmm. actor wants to leave. Now, a lot of shows that aren't soap operas. Yes. Would you just kill of, them off. Yeah, you kill them off and you're basically stuck. Now, this show in more or less does kill off. In reality, it's killing off the doctor. Yes. So that way they can reinvent the doctor with the new actors. So that way the actor doesn't have to portray the doctor like somebody else did. Mm -hmm. So really it is, it is a genius move, like a genius writing story, story Mm -hmm. point. Just cause it's like, well, okay, Mm -hmm. so they're done with the show. We'll kill them off. We'll let somebody else come in and then they can take it themselves and they don't have to feel compelled to, to live right. up or well they I, I think they have to live up to what the previous one did i really feel yeah. like like that but at the same time i'm like well they don't have to they don't have to act like like matt smith didn't have to act like david Tennant. right they were their own doctors and they are <laughs> a very different doctor which is yes. why it took me so long to get yeah. into matt smith <laughs> yeah that was like the that was the weird thing yep to me because like i started I watched like the first, like the very first episode when it came back. Was that the Christopher Eccleston with one? Eccleston? Yeah. yeah. And it was just like, oh, you know, oh, it's 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 odd, but it's yeah. it, it's kind of cool. And it was like, I don't know if I'll, I'll stick around and watch the rest of them. And then I would see like previews for like the next episodes and stuff. And it was just like, w- w- wait, what happened to the? Is that that's the duck? What happened to the other guy? <laughs> See, and I can, started... can I get that guy back? I'm I'm very confused. Like, and then I figured it. I was like, oh, that's how they cheat the system. Yeah, that's how you keep a show on the air for fifty years. Again, yeah. that's why there's soap operas that have been on for the last fifty years because they just they introduce new people and they continue the storyline with them. Kill, kill off their other characters. Yep, and it's yeah. funny. It's funny you brought this whole thing up because when I was when we were in line. For Craig Ferguson. We were sitting because they had, for whatever reason, Craig Ferguson had a ridiculously long security process. Hmm. For whatever reason. I don't know why. Um, but we were we were sitting outside and the girl sitting next to me, I don't know her name and I I never saw her after uh, we got separated inside the uh, yeah. studio. But we were sitting out there and she was a Doctor Who fan. And mm-hmm. I was talk. We were talking about Doctor Who, and we were talking about the characters and like the Cybermen and the Weeping Angels and all that. And we were joking that I was going to show Joe the ep- the first episode of the Weeping Angels, mm-hmm. just so to scare the crap out of him, basically, because that episode's fairly well done. I enjoy that episode. It's cliche to like that episode, but I like it. Is I that like Blink? How- yes. The- yeah. 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 Where, like, the doctor's in it for five minutes, basically. Yeah, he's, uh, he's barely in it. <laughs> like, I love it's, the it's one. Of, I think Lindsay doesn't really like that episode so much. And I called, I called her bluff on it, too. This is like, <laughs> is it because David's not in it very much? Yes. Like, yeah. That's exactly why. Don't <laughs> lie, Lindsay. Like, but it's a, bril- it's a brilliant story. Like, it's it fantastic. It's a fantastic and those are, episode. those are new characters. Yeah. I, I'm almost positive those are not characters from the the existing Doctor Who mythos, that that was mm-hmm. new for the new Doctors. Yeah. And which is which is amazing that from all these characters and creatures and things that they came up with for 35 years, that they could come up with a new original character that is just as creepy as some of the other characters that have been on the show. Yeah, yeah. 
But uh, anyways, we were sitting there talking about it, and I brought up to the fact, you know, this was before they made the announcement that he was leaving. Mm -hmm. I told her that I really felt like, for whatever reason, having watched these last handful of episodes of mm -hmm. his of his run this year, yeah, I'm like, it feels like they're narrowing his story arc down. Like, like it felt like they were starting to close him off. Yeah. And I told her, I'm like, it feels like this is his last season. And she, ref she's like, no, 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 he'll he'll be on for a couple more years. And then when I saw that they made the announcement, I'm sitting there going, I want to talk to her and be like, I told you, <laughs> look, like, suck it, suck oh, it, I told right. you, <laughs> oh, proving you wrong. Because it does, it feels like you know. And again, I I have watched every episode from the new season, new series. From yeah, Mackelson I haven't to watched. the present. I, I have, I'm behind. And I've watched a Which couple... is going to be the summer's goal, I think. To watch, I, to, I, to catch up with Doctor Who? Yeah, I'm going to catch up. Where are you at? Where are you at in the show? Do you know? Are, no you, are you on Matt Smith? No. I'm not are you still on David? On Matt okay. Smith. I'm not so even you... on David. Like, that's the oh, thing. Oh, are you still on Christopher Eccleston? I'm, I haven't even started watching them in succession. Sir, you have six seasons you have to watch. <laughs> Shit! Of an hour-long show. <laughs> well, it can be done. It can be done, yes. How many episodes <laughs> a season? Um, They vary. I, I really feel like the show kind of changes every season. Um, well, like type, it, type, 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 type. Like 13. I, mean, I think, yeah, I, well, I think, like, I think this season was... I think season. was 15 i thought was this okay. season but but i can i can check real quick if you want to vamp i'll I look can, it up uh you I keep can, you keep talking I, I, yeah i'm i'm behind as far as that <laughs> stuff goes i'm, I'm, I'm sorry <laughs> i can't believe america and <sighs> yeah yeah i like you're apologizing to america yeah you're, like you're I'm, I'm sorry i'm behind but but that's what the summer's for i'm but i'm i feel like i'm so behind on every tv show now that i think about it um, yeah, it looks like every season varied between 13 and 15 episodes. Challenge accepted. Ninth, the Ninth Doctor had 13 episodes, and then David Tennant had 28, 32, 37, 37 episodes. Okay. And then uh, Matt Smith has 13, 27, 33, 32, 35. Five, and that includes the Christmas special and the 50th anniversary. Okay. So you've got about 80 episodes or so. Challenge accepted. So you should you could you should be able to do it. I could it's not shoot like a, that through. It's yeah. not like I'm I'm not telling you to watch like all of the episodes because the first season, like the first season season yeah. of the first Doctor was 42 episodes. <laughs> no. Because no, 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 no. No, they no, were no, no. they were half no, no, no. hour like serials. Yeah. They were the story wasn't like a single hour long episode. That's the entire story. No, these were like six, seven, eight part episode of the entire story arc, and they were long. I love Doctor Who. I enjoy some of the earlier Doctors, but those stories were just long and boring. They stretched them out. They made it a soap opera. It really was a soap opera back yeah. in the day. And it's funny because I'm looking at the episode like counts, and it was it, it gradually just gets l l like fewer and fewer as the show goes along. Yeah. Like it starts in the f like the mid to high 40s, and then it all of a sudden drops to the mid 20s, and yeah. then the lower 20s, and then now it's like the mid 
tens, like like because like the the sixth, seventh, and eighth or the sixth, seventh doctors were all like fifteen episodes, actually mm. fourteen episodes apiece. So like the show dropped all of a sudden, and that's where they're still at. So I recommend Jeez. it, sir. Definitely okay. recommend it. So it, it, I I thoroughly enjoyed. Yeah, I thoroughly I I love yeah, the I doctors stuff. I think I could, I think I could do it. Yeah. Now I'm intrigued. Have you seen some of the rumors for who the next Doctor is? Yeah. Well, I mean, I saw I saw the clip. Like I haven't seen. Okay, I haven't seen anything of Matt Smith. Um, I've only seen clips of stuff and like okay. what I've seen. Because at first I was I was kind of like on that bandwagon. It's like I don't know if I really like Matt Smith, but like right. these last couple like clips that I've seen of him is just like wow he's he's actually a pretty good actor and like he can actually hold his own he is he's and, very and, good and like as I said I mean when I started with Eccleston and when Eccleston switched over to Tenant, I did not like Tenant for an episode or two because mm-hmm. I'm like it's not it's not Eccleston it's not you know and that's a terrible thing to say but I'm like and it that's wasn't what him. everyone says but then yeah. when they find their footing and they kind of move on into things yeah that's when and, things get good Exactly, and De- Tenet became amazing, and I loved Tenet, and I got to Matt Smith. I watched the first episode with Matt Smith, and I stopped watching Doctor Who for almost a year because I'm like, I just don't like Matt Smith. I yeah. don't like it. I like Tenet, but yeah. Matt Smith, like, I've got to that point where I'm like, okay, Tenet was his four years or so of the Doctor. He did his own thing. Matt Smith was the four years of the doctor and he did his own thing like mm-hmm. like i've you get to that point where you realize oh well they're just doing their own thing right and they're their own they're their own character right. so i'm yeah i i, I thoroughly enjoy <laughs> i enjoy all of the doctors right. and i was kind of it's 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 kind of sad that he's leaving but it looks like the oh and see you you're not caught up so for those of you who are listening who are caught up, just in case, uh, Jenna Louise Coleman is sticking around. So she is the impossible girl. He's his, yes. she is, she is his, the new companion, right? Yes. Yep. Okay. She's the current companion. I'm, I'm aware up. of that. Okay. Okay. So. so they, which it's interesting that they're continuing her story just based upon how the last handful of episodes kind of led mm-hmm. it kind of i mean it kind of led me to believe that maybe her whole backstory had been explained but yeah. you know obviously not obviously it's it hasn't been explained that they want to keep her going i like her i think she's a that's, cool companion. that's great she's in the new rose okay exactly <laughs> <laughs> just gonna keep her on for a couple seasons exactly um, even after the character so yeah, that she I, started with i Matt, saw but. but i saw like the ending like the big reveal kind of the big thing and i know who you know who they're talking about and everything i don't want to spoil okay. it for anybody no but but it was kind of kind of a big thing to me i mean it was kind of a big surprise it's just like oh somebody who's not normally on tv exactly are we talking about the same person i think so <laughs> send me send me send me a text thing on skype <laughs> So I want, because I want to make sure we're talking about the same person. Yeah, yeah. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> this way, this way, we don't spoil it for those who are listening to the episode. Well, when's the first time? Uh, oh, yeah. Well, see yeah. that, because that happened at the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not the one that I was thinking. Oh, uh, did I spoil um, something for you? No, 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 no. Because I'm completely caught up. Okay. Because there's a reason why that is the one that uh, that I'm sure got out there on the po- in the public. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. This is the one that uh, this I might have spelled his name wrong. Please apologize. Uh, this makes great. 
Go. Great podcasting. Go. That is the one that a lot of people are talking about. Okay. <laughs> the first one, yours, yours. Mm-hmm. There's a very good reason why that one would have been would be up there. Yeah. Because if if you watch the last, I'm not even going to specify which one, but if you watch the last handful of episodes, mm-hmm. it's referencing that. Yeah. Like, there's a really good reason why that is a possibility. Yeah. Um, but the other. <laughs> but one that is one, I mean, that's a running mine. joke, but. <laughs> I, I really don't, don't think, think that's going to be the case. I don't think it's it's going to be him. I don't. I um, hope it's not because that would just be weird. I'm yeah, sorry. That would be weird. The thing I've noticed, and I yeah. hope they kind of continue is as as I've watched the series, I feel mm-hmm. like the Doctor has gotten younger with each um, edition. Oh, that's true. So I'm wondering if they're actually going to go with somebody maybe like a year or two younger than Matt Smith. I would okay. kind of like to see that because then that's kind of this whole regeneration thing as he gets closer to number 12, he progressively gets younger, I guess. Right. Right. So that would be which, interesting. Which would make which would be an interesting an interesting try. Yeah, because Matt Smith is uh, 30 years old. He's not yeah. that old. Yeah. I mean, he's he's I mean, he's pretty young mm-hmm. considering yeah. You know, he's been on the show for four years now, and when he started, I mean, he was even younger. He was in his mid-20s. Right. And David Tennant is 42 now. Yeah. I don't know these off the top of my head, by all means. Mm-hmm. I am I am looking this information up. I'm not that obsessed with this show. Me um, neither. So. <laughs> but, I mean, it, it it it's, you know, it's one of those where... I, I, you know, they, they would make sense that they are progressively getting younger and younger mm-hmm. with each of the doctors, but which means that they'd have to get some like 20 year old actor at this point to be the I'm doctor. I'm not saying 20 year old. <laughs> I'm saying like, you know, mid, mid 20s, like mid 20s, so, early to mid 20s. So pretty much like what Matt Smith was when he would have started. The right. Because exactly. he would have been about 25 or right ish, 26 ish. Mm-hmm. So, okay. That's interesting. There's so many watch, so much we need to talk about for the doctor, sir. You you need to watch stuff because I don't want to spoil certain things. There is a project, however, Mm -hmm. that I am uh, I am working on, um, that I'm going to attempt to get done in the course of this summer, with the help from some friends. Yes, uh, which would which would require uh, recording and Mm -hmm. singing songs, and putting it up onto YouTube. Um. <clears throat> in honor of the doctor who's 50th anniversary. Oh. Um, I will give a little backstory. little backstory. I don't want to say everything about it because I am purposely trying to kind of keep it close to my chest just mm-hmm. because. But I was listening to a song <laughs> from a musical. I won't <laughs> say which musical. Um, but it was on Broadway for a long mm-hmm. time. And it's, it's well known. It's a well-known musical. But there's a song in it. And the song's lyrics... Um, lend themselves quite easily to have a parody done of them uh-huh. where you're singing about Doctor Who instead. Um, right down to the fact that it... Oh God, I might even give it away for those who actually know. Um, right down to it that in, the, in one of the lines of the song, they actually say, Tenant. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it's not in reference to David Tennant. It's, right. re- it's in reference to a tenant as in like, an apartment complex or yes. like like a renter huh? yes yes so, <laughs> yes no so yes anyways i'm doing i'm doing that that's okay. some stupid thing i'm working on okay so, 
But anywho, anywho, um, other news. People, I don't know. I think I'm just gonna put it out there. I think the the guy who played Q in the new James Bond films might be picked. That's that's what I'm gonna leave it as. Or and he, or David Tennant comes back. (laughs) Comes back for like another couple seasons. And that's (laughs) how you reverse. And that's how you can reverse the whole the Twelve Doctor thing. Story done. <laughs> oh, do you know that? Okay, first off, just no, you just keep using old doctors for a while. Nobody, w- nobody would complain it. about that. No, <laughs> I will say that right off the bat. I was like, I'm sure David would love to come back. Yeah, you kidding me? I mean, again, he said the only reason he left was because Moffat was leaving, or not mm. Moffat, uh, Russell T. Davies was leaving. Mm. So it's like he he thought that he left, you know, okay, well, it's my time to leave too, and that's why he left. So, yeah. but, I, I mean, obviously, he still loves the character because oh, yeah. he he's coming back for the 50th anniversary. Like, that's, yeah. that, that okay, I'm sorry, that's not a spoiler at this point that he's coming back because I'm pretty sure there's been so much conversation about the fact that he's coming back mm-hmm. for the 50th anniversary that no one's going to really complain that much. But, no. um, but I think it's, I... That would be so oh, and there nobody would complain. Everybody would be like, "What? He came back for the doctor? Okay, let's just sit and watch." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and the internet Tumblr the internet would probably would crash. Explode. <laughs> Tumblr would crash. Yeah, let's just say that, uh, and there'd be a million girl voices that would scream out. Yes, and about six guy voices, and I probably would be one of them because I'd be like, oh, "He's coming back. Oh, <laughs> He's coming back." I like him. He's cool. I'm like, um, great. More <laughs> reasons why I'm cursed with this face. <laughs> you are going to be cursed forever. <laughs> as long as that man is on TV, I will forever be cursed with this face. This is true. Yeah. I mean, hey, he's trying to change his hair and stuff to look a little different. No, no. Every time I try to do that, he, he does it better. <laughs> He does it better. Great. Thanks. <laughs> I, ch- I tried getting glasses. He got glasses. Hey, I tried yeah, changing yeah. my hair. He got hair. Well, he had hair, but I mean. He had hair. Ben Wishaw. Yes. Is the gentleman you were discussing. He mm-hmm. was born in 1980, so he's the same age as Matt Smith right now. Actually, he's older than Matt Smith. <gasps> Ooh. He's two years older than Matt Again. Smith. Um, but I can see him uh, when he's clean shaven and his hair isn't all weird and kooky and yeah. he doesn't have the glasses on like he did in Q or mm-hmm. in um, uh, Skyfall. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a photo of him from the hour. Uh, I can totally, I can totally see him being a doctor. Oh yeah, like that. The, his face, his, the way he looks, he's got a smirk to him. I could totally see him being a doctor. Oh yeah, that's weird. That's cool though. That's weird. You're welcome. Speaking of Bond, yes, and Q. Um, did you see that uh, they got Sam Mendes, the director, to do the next two direct, two Bonds? No, I did not say that. Because they did not have a director for oh, the next oh. two, the next two Bond films. Uh, Bond and, twenty four and twenty five, as they're being yep. named right now. Exactly. Because <laughs> we don't have any other names for them. <laughs> well, we're at this point, we're just out of names, so we're just gonna start going Bond. Bond twenty four, tw- Bond twenty four and twenty five. It's a two parter. <laughs> It's a two-parter, you know. That's what they'll be known as. <laughs> oh, it was the two-parter Bond film. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, that would have been uh, Quantum, of, or that would have been Casino Royale and Quantum of Solace. Technically, mm. it would have been the two-parter. Uh, no, but uh, Sam Mendes, the film that I, the film that I love him, love of his is Road to Perdition. Oh yeah. 
but he's better known for as the director who did American Beauty. Yes. So, but he did Skyfall, and he, which Skyfall, I think, was the biggest Bond film they had. Yes. I think, I think it beat I think it uh, Casino Royale. Best, I think, by far. Yeah. So, but he said, no, I'm done with the film. That was all he wanted to do. Well, apparently, they threw enough money at him that he's like, oh, I could do two more films. Sure, why not? <laughs> That's what everyone says. It's like, no, I'm done. When money's on the table... You're yeah, not it's like you're <laughs> you're coming back. There's yep. there's no question. Well, and it you know it goes in the same exact thing about how like Robert Downey Jr. is talking that he doesn't want you know he's done with Iron Man. He's, he's talking about renegotiating, but um, there was also another uh, piece of news thread today that came out that uh, Joss Whedon will not do Avengers two if uh, Robert Downey Jr. does not sign on. Right. Which is pretty much the nudge that Disney needs to just go, how much money will it take for you to come back? Yeah. We can throw money at you. Mm-hmm. Because think of it this way, okay? Okay, so he, obviously, Robert Downey Jr. doesn't need to do movies, like, ever again. <laughs> at this point, <laughs> I'm, no. I'm pretty sure at this point he is complete. he has enough cash right. from doing these films, and he's been reestablished as, hey, he's a good actor, mm-hmm. you know, a good actor. Um... But it's obviously Disney's looking at, well, how much money did Avengers 1 make? Mm -hmm. Okay, so we more than enough made back our budget of that film. So if it takes like $75 million or $100 million or whatever, probably not going to be $100 million. I can't imagine he would ask that much. But like, you know, completely over the top. If it takes that much money to get Robert Downey Jr. to come back for a film, I'm pretty positive they'll pay it. Yeah. Because, I'm sorry, I agree with Joss Whedon in the sense that if if Robert Downey Jr. is not Tony Stark yeah. and Iron Man, it's not going to feel right. There's, it's If somebody else comes in yeah. to the Avengers as Iron Man, mm-hmm. that's going to be weird. Yeah. Like, I don't care how, like, how much people bashed Iron Man 3 for its story. Mm-hmm. I still enjoyed it, and Robert Downey Jr. is Iron Man in yeah. my head. So, oh, yeah. you know. That's that's it, and apparently Joss Whedon feels the exact same way. Yeah. So, I he'll be back. You yeah. know he'll be back. Every I get the feeling like everybody's gonna be back. I hope. I hope. Um, I do too. I really hope Mark Ruffalo comes back as the Hulk. He'll he'll come back. That's because he was brilliant in it. I saw. I don't think. I went and watched. Um, now you see me. Mm-hmm. When yeah, I was out in that's California. right. I wanted to talk to you about that. And and Mark Ruffalo is in it mm-hmm. as as the police detective, mm-hmm. and you know the problem is like the first half of the movie I'm sitting there going that's the Hulk, <laughs> like like because I I haven't really seen him that much in other movies like I knew who Mark Ruffalo was before yeah. the Avengers came out, but it's like I wasn't like oh well I know him from this movie and this movie I really can't name any movies off the top of my head that he's I, been in I can can you maybe Co- I it's the thing collateral is like, maybe I, it was in Collateral. Was he? He was in Collateral. Yes, he was really. He was a detective in that one too. Oh, and he was in Zodiac mm-hmm. and Shutter. Oh my God! Mm-hmm. Okay, so I've yeah, seen he was him in Shutter crap Island tons of too. Film. So, oh my God, I didn't he, realize he's he was gotten in around, but he hasn't done like a big, big film like this in a while. I don't think. And maybe that's why I don't. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe that's why I, I don't realize that I know who he is. Mm-hmm. Because maybe I just I because he hasn't I mean he's done a ton of movies yeah oh, I yeah. see this I'm on his IMDb right now, but like maybe it's just because 
he's done parts in all these other movies that I'm well aware of what these other movies are. I just don't didn't realize at the time that you know that's who the same guy. It's the same guy basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but I so I sat there the entire time just watching that film and going that's 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 him. But I really like him as an actor. He's a really good actor. Mm-hmm. I dig him in what he does for his characters. Oh yeah, he's very good. He yeah. is very good. But uh, no, so you said you wanted to talk about Now You See Me? Yeah. How was the movie? It is a good popcorn summer film. Okay. Um, Fair enough. I don't, you know, I, I don't want to, I'm not going to lie and say like, oh, I walked away from it feeling so much better about myself. And I felt, you know, wanting to make a movie or like that, like certain films I walk away from feeling that way, being like, oh, I want to do my own fit. stuff. <laughs> this movie was just kind of that. It was like, oh, it okay. was good. Okay. And... I really feel like, and I told this to Joe when we walked out, I kind of feel like the way that they ended it, they left it open for a sequel. Mm -hmm. And honestly, as stupid as it sounds, the sequel would be called, And Now You Don't. (laughs) (laughs) Like, so that it's it's Now You See Me, Now You Don't. Mm -hmm. Like, that's what it would be called. Because the way that they ended it, they cut off a piece of dialogue. Again, it's not giving anything away. But there's a character that's counting one, two, and the credits start. Mm Mm-hmm. So it really, like, I know it was done stylistically, but you could have easily started the next film by him right. going three, and it just, it's like black, and it just cuts to him, or cuts to some action happening. So, but it was, it was a good film. It was a lot of flash. Right. And not really, like, I feel like they, they had a concept for the story, and then just went, okay, well, this is our idea, this is our stuff, and, like, the actual story thread itself kind of was just pushed to the back burner because there's Mm. so much of this big flashy stuff going on because they're all magicians or they're all yeah they're all magicians illusionists Illusionists is the correct term I should say but uh and it's funny fire (laughs) so I mean basically it's it's Jesse Eisenberg and Woody Harrelson reprising their characters from Zombieland because that's all I could think about the entire time and then it's James Franco's little brother. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and he looks exactly like his brother. And Sasha there. Baron Cohen's wife. Exactly. Uh, that's, and <laughs> that's pretty much it. And, and then Morgan Freeman and Michael Caine just yeah. thrown in there for the hell of it, you know? So, yeah. <laughs> and, and that's it, really. That's, that's um, yeah. <laughs> and that was the movie. Again. I felt like I really felt like their two characters. I think they only have one scene together, mm-hmm. or they're actually together in the same room. Mm-hmm. But um, I really feel like they were just—they're like, oh, well, we're in the same scene together. We'll just kind of chew the scenery a bit, and we're done. Yeah, <laughs> and that's about it. But no, it was—it was a good movie. I, I won't lie. I mean, like I said, I've already heard people complaining about it saying it was stupid and it wasn't enjoyable. But I'm like, don't go to it looking for this massively groundbreaking film. That's the second time I've had to say that about a film. The first one was Iron Man 3. I I think there's too many people being picky about them. Yeah. You know, and I I can't speak because obviously I got really picky about The Dark Knight Rises. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. Since then, I've learned... Not shut up. <laughs> Since then, I have learned not to be that picky. I have I've realized, you know what? These are just movies. I gotta just relax. So I'm. Yeah. I think it was because of that movie that I now. Well, I think it was think like my intro to film class, kind of like 
did that. It's just like, go in with an open mind. And that's what right. really taught me. It was just like, try to notice the things that the professor's talking about. Go right. in with an open mind. Except Romero. That's <laughs> just, I'm like, this is the worst piece of cinema I've ever, it's boring. Which so one did you, boring. which one was it? Was it Night of the Living Dead or was it? No, it was Romero. The movie, oh, the, the movie, the movie. I'm sorry, I got confused. I thought you said making that talk about the director. I'm like, no. well, what do you mean, Romero? This... No, 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 yes. no. The movie Romero. That's that's got Raul Julia in it. It's got the dude from uh, from Adam's Family. I know. How oh, is that not an awesome movie? His character, <laughs> his character is fine. It's the rest of the. It just chugs along. It just chugs along so slow. It's, it's like just... a two and a half hour film or something like that. It's a long film. So you just kind of sit and just like, are we done? You know, can we be done? Like this, it's a. I mean, it's a, just about. I've talked about this on the podcast before. I'm not going to yeah. go over it again. But it, yeah, it's bad. <laughs> it's just bad. It's just bad. It's the thorn in my side. <laughs> Every movie wanna... after that, though, fantastic. So it was just that. Yeah, <laughs> it was that. It, was that it movie, introduced basically. me again to film noir. I guess I could say so. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, well, you know, Gild- I, I would have yeah, to say Gilda, Big Big Sleep, Maltese Falcon. All the okay. There. See, and I would have to say, like, well, where your 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 intro to film class mm-hmm. was probably what made you realize that. I'm pretty positive us doing the AFI films. Mm-hmm. Has made me, has kind of pushed me even more. Like, I think The Dark Knight Rises was the start of my new thought process on films. Yes. And now that we're doing these films in the AFI, and I, I like, having to have to go into these movies that I've never seen, mm-hmm. or I really feel like I'm going to absolutely hate, mm-hmm. um, but going into them with an open mind, and then deciding afterwards whether or not I just didn't care for that film yeah. or not, like, I think... I think having to do that for movies has also led me to this thought process where it's like, you know what? If you don't like it, you don't like it. Okay. Mm -hmm. Just deal with it and move on. Don't, don't sit there and, you know, go over it a thousand and one times in your head. Did you just throw your phone on the floor? No, I didn't. The 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 phone rang again. It didn't ring. (laughs) No. So, but yeah, it's settling. It's the weirdest thing. Like I the house. Yeah. Uh, Is the house settling or is the house breaking <laughs> that's the difference yes <laughs> yes uh but, but yeah so that's yeah. that's yeah yeah <laughs> i'm so glad we just had that was a that was five seconds of very intellectual conversation just us going yeah 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 you know yeah, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 you know yeah yeah yeah. Sounded, yeah 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 we sounded like we're r&b artists let's never do that again shall we nope okay nope <laughs> But yeah, so the yeah, whole that's... the whole thing about the the movie thing is just like my professor is like, I'm gonna ruin films for you for the rest of your life. <laughs> it's kind of a curse now because it's like I can tell it's like yeah, that movie's gonna be terrible. That movie looks good. Which, I which may I know may the paradigm of that movie and that movie and that movie, and I I know yeah. So. But, you know, and that may or may not be a good thing, because, I mean, I guess in some cases you could, like, can you tell that by the trailer? Yeah. Okay. See, like, that may be a good thing, because you're technically, if you know whether or not movie's going to be bad or not for, for, like, how you feel mm-hmm. when it comes to the movie, mm-hmm. then at least you can save yourself the ticket. <laughs> yep. yep. You know? 
just be like, well, I don't need to see it because I know it's going to suck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, pretty much. One last thing about movies. Uh-huh. Uh, they released, the, today they did the newest uh, Man of Steel trailer. I haven't been watching the new trailers at this point. Are you keeping it just trying to kind I'm of keep I'm trying much, uh... to keep it really concealed. Like, I just want to go in not, I mean, knowing what the movie is, but just as minimal as information as possible. Okay. Kind of. I have, <laughs> kind, of. kind of. I realized after watching today's trailer, I'm completely and utterly on board for this film. Oh, good. Like not even there's not like before I was I was I remember being I didn't even mention this on here I remember being apprehensive about the film mm-hmm. because I remember how you know I because you know that a, a trailer can hype up any crappy film if it's edited if you do it just correctly, the right way yes. right so there's always a part of me that's like I don't want to I don't want to get ridiculously hyped up and you know I want to see this movie right now and then watch it and be like well that wasn't as good as I was expecting again Revenge of the Sith burns Revenge me of the every Sith. time <laughs> or, or for me sadly again it, I just keep thinking about The Dark Knight Rises how how upset I was because I hyped myself up too much that's true I because I, it was and I know that's half the reason why I was upset but I, I toned was expecting I toned myself down for the film right. I was just like this might not be on the same level Right, that and, movie, and, and I'm thinking, you know what? That's okay. Yep. I'm, yep, exactly. you know, as long as they end strong, I think it will be okay. I think it will be a strong. It will be a good film. And that's how you need to be for. I, that's how I feel like everybody should be for most movies. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't, you know, if you're excited to see the film, that's great. But don't don't be bummed if the movie doesn't turn out the way you wanted it to be. Yeah. You know, just realize, okay, it wasn't exactly it. That's fine. Move on. Don't don't freaking just be pissy about it forever <laughs> and I was, I'm talking to myself when I'm saying this so like that's why I didn't want to do that for Man of Steel because I didn't want to get disappointed mm-hmm. because I grew up watching the original Superman films I didn't watch them as much as Batman mm-hmm. like I love Batman but this one looks really good it and does look good and I I'm wanted intrigued. to go back to the realm of 2008 where the internet did not spoil things <laughs> this is true far story <laughs> Which, and truthfully, half of that is also the studio nowadays, because Man of Steel's had, what, five, six, seven, like, full trailers or something Mm -hmm. like that in the last couple months? Mm -hmm. That's what I noticed about Dark Knight Rises, too, is that they would release all these trailers, and they gave out too much information on one of the trailers. Right. They needed to keep things quiet. Mm -hmm. They They should not have just immediately... You know, floodgates open every and you can basically watch the movie by just watching the trailers and know what happens. Exactly. And that's not that's not cool. Mm-hmm. You, you know, it should it shouldn't be that way. You should there should be some sort of you know, like element of surprise when you go and see the films right. in the theaters, which it seemed like Zack Snyder was, you know, was kind of going that route when it came to this film mm-hmm. because he made the comment that, you know, what you saw in that original couple trailers was like like Nothing. what two yeah. percent of the entire film like you didn't see squat which is great that the studio is willing to not give away the entire film and i think that's like in the trailer so christopher nolan's kind of thing too because really when True. i think about like inception and stuff like the more i found out the movie the less mm-hmm. i actually really saw and actually understood about the film until I saw it in the theaters. And it's just like, right. that's a compelling, really good film. 
And none so. of yeah, and that's the thing is like none of those none of none of those trailers to me none of those trailers gave away the plot of the film for Inception. <laughs> I remember sitting in the theater watching them going, "Oh, so wait, wait that's what that scene is." Yeah. Oh, okay, like that's where that shot was from from the trailer, and it, it was it was it was weird, but because it, it was different, because I'm I'm not sitting there going, "Okay, well yeah, I know this is gonna happen. I know at some point in the film this is gonna happen." When because the it was first the trailer, trailer came out, I didn't even know what it was about. Oh, what with Inception? Yes. At yeah, all, because no clue that's kind what of, it was about. Because that's like how well they kept things, you know, quiet. Yeah. Like I had they to did like their job. Dig through the internet just to find out what it was. <laughs> what like, was what this is movie? this movie? <laughs> and I finally was like, "Oh, it's about dreams." Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. That's all I need to know. <laughs> that's really all I need to know. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, but it's I I I look I I'm. I'm very intrigued and very excited to see Man yeah. Steel. And I was thinking about I it. I was thinking about it today. I think the <laughs> they chose the best people for that job. Really, when you think about it, I mean, um, his company is really good, right? Um, just that whole company's fantastic. I mean, Cinecopy. I mean, you got the best producers. You got the best film directors or cinematographers. The best actors and everything in there. Well, then you throw on Zack Schneider and David Goyer, who are, like, big on superhero stuff and superhero movies and um, just getting shots right, especially Zack Schneider, I mean, coming off of 300 and and all those movies. I mean, he's, he's really good at what he does. He knows how to take a comic book. Mm -hmm. He knows how to take something that is still in a picture on the Mm -hmm. page and turn it into a visual, yeah, representation yeah. Of, of of a like of that version, and that's like there's a quick shot in the new trailer that shows um, Superman's laser eyes going oh, off. Oh, really? Very like a, like maybe. And I, I hope I didn't just no. That's fine. I apologize. It's his laser well, eyes. Know, you know what's gonna happen. I know Superman, <laughs> so it's not like that's that's not a spoiler. But I don't want to see he it. He has you know? laser eyes. Yeah, but they they show it for they show it for like a like a fraction mm-hmm. of a second. But you see it and just that fraction of a second, it looks really good. Like the special effects for the laser eyes look really amazing. And it kind of when I saw that, I kind of went, "Oh, okay. So this is going to be really good actually." You know, like it's, it's going to be okay. So I it made me feel better. That's good. That's kind. Of, I think it might have more, more or less, might have been that shot that made me realize that I'm excited for yeah. this film. So, yeah, no, well, I look forward to seeing. It. I can't wait. I think they've taken this film to a whole different level, and I think it's going to be definitely one of those more. They're going to make Superman cool again. Let me just say that. Yes, it's going to be a very yes. compelling movie. The fact that they chose a different title for it too. Is yep. also a sign that like we're going in a completely different direction than what people usually think of, and I think that's they're f- completely they're fine. following the Christopher yeah they're following the Nolan uh, mm-hmm. approach to it that you don't have to have the title the name Batman in the film people are still going to come and see the film whether or not it says Batman or mm-hmm. Superman in the title, and I agree it, it definitely it oh, yeah and the score for the film from Hans Zimmer I've heard chunks mm-hmm. of it and it's pretty freaking epic. Yes. It's it's fitting. It doesn't use the John Williams Superman Which is theme. Tough 
too. Like I, I, I praise that man so much. I mean, he had to do it. He had to do it with the Batman franchise too. I mean, going away from the and Danny the Elfman thing. soundtrack as well. Be- because the Danny Elfman theme of Batman is it's so, so recognizable, iconic. and especially like you think that, about like the animated series and everything, they use it too. Right. So it's like you exactly. try to go away from that. It's 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 it's, it's, and they, it's tough. And even in like Batman Forever and Batman and Robin, when they switched film composers mm-hmm. and they went a new direction with the music, they there's still hints of the Danny mm-hmm. Elfman theme in there. So it's it's like they didn't even he because uh, that was oh I can't think of his name, well known director or uh, composer, but he like even him where he's like no I can do my own thing. He still kind of was like well but that's yeah. known. So let's still kind of we'll work in a new theme, but we'll kind of implement the Danny Elfman piece so but and but Hans Zimmer and James is it was James Newton Howard right the other yes. composer it, the yes. two composers from it I think I want to say that's it I don't know if James Newton is actually coming no he's not doing the Superman yeah. one but what they came up with for Batman yeah for Batman Begins yeah yep so obviously Hans Zimmer knows you know because he knows a good chunk of the of the music's the, the tone that's right. necessary for it and the trailer music just <laughs> that was my table. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm like, you want this, a boat? This moan, sir. Are you this in a moan right here. <laughs> this this noise right here. Yeah, that's my I'm sorry. Now I now I can't get it to make that noise. Oh. No, that would have been <laughs> yes. We're going down, Colin. We are going down to the bottom of the ocean. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. Uh. And I think with that, sir, I'm pretty positive that's where we're gonna have to end we're, it. For the we're day. gonna have to end it this way. It's just because I'm pretty sure if I get too deep, we're gonna lose connection. Yeah. It's just gonna be. <laughs> My heart will go oh, on. We're getting. Uh, there's more than enough planks for the both of us on this. No, I'm so cold, Jack. <laughs> get off the board, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Splash! <laughs> oh yeah, this is this is quite yeah. warm up here, isn't it, Rose? <laughs> here, you can have your 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 necklace back. <laughs> yeah. And that's how it should have. That's ended. how it should have. <laughs> All right, Colin. Well, that was yes. fun. We should stop. We, we should, should stop. stop. So. For super happy fun time, folks, I'm Jeff. And I'm Colin. Slightly different amount of enthusiasm. (laughs) Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Super happy fun time. (laughs) You know the only thing that'll make this more epic? If I go out on the Superman theme song. And stop it. For more information about this and other programming, visit our official website at www.ghostat.net.